What it is, guys? Your boy, I'm the number seven, Alan Ising, and today we've got NFL Wild Card Weekend 2022. You know the vibes, man. Weekend, I have mixed emotions about it. Yeah, I don't think it really live up to the high, but we're going to talk about that. You know, we're going to start off with the two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and the last game that was Cardinals versus Rams. We're not going to get into just X and O's, but the little details like the Niners and Cowboys game, the, the flags. So let's get into it, man. Let's start off with the Bengals versus Raiders. Trying to tell my Raider fan, listen. It was a pretty even game, like at the whole thing, but at first, it looked like the Bengals were going to blow them out with Burrow's first possession. Like the, the Bengals' first possession, Burrow, touchdown drive, touchdown pass to CJ Uzama. Burrow versus the Raiders, bro. 24. 34, so 24 passes, passes completed, 34 thrown, 244 yards, touchdown interception ratio 2-0, QBR of 62.9, and a, a passer rating of 110.4. Him and Jamar combined, you know, Jamar got nine receptions, 116 yards. They cooked that secondary, especially Desmond Trufant and Brandon Faison, bro. Like, like they were getting cooked by Jamar. But in the ends, but in the red zone, the silver and black stopped them four times thanks to that front seven. All right, getting pressure, pre and pressure. Matt Crosby and Gawkway, Quinn Jefferson, Denzel Perryman, and Diablo, the linebacker. Them boys, they were getting after them. Pretty remarkable for the worst. Red zone D coming to the game. They were last. Raiders were last place in red zone D. And they stopped them four times. So that's pretty remarkable. That's pretty good. They could have had another stop, which leads me into the whistle play. Alright, where this is where all the referee problems started this this weekend. Where the where the ref blew the whistle because he thought Burrow was out on the touchdown throw to, to, to Tyler Boyd. At first, I thought it was fair that they allowed the touchdown because I was like, you know, Burrow threw the ball before he's flew and out of bounds. So it's a touchdown. The referee just messed up. But according to Rule 7, Section 2 in the NFL rule book, I quote, when official when an official sounds his whistle erroneously while the ball is still in play, the ball becomes dead immediately, end quote. So according to the rule, it should have never been counted. Even though it was a good play, even though Burrow didn't step out of bounds he threw it before he stepped out of bounds Tyler Bourdain didn't go out of bounds he caught it uh, correctly even though it's a touchdown the ref blew the whistle before or like right when he threw the ball is when he threw it so if he he right when he threw the ball is when he whistled so if he whistles the play is supposed to be dead according to real books and they should have repeated that so that's where the referees messed up so Las Vegas kind of got screwed. Yeah, I'm gonna say kind of because I'm not a Raider fan. So kind of got screwed on the call. However, this was the second quarter, so the whole half to play and erase that. They had the whole half. The Raiders had a whole second quarter. I mean, the whole Raiders. That was in the second quarter, right? So they had a whole half to play and erase that play. So this is not the reason they lost. So they can't Raiders. Can't, or Raiders fans can't be, oh, we lost because of that play. Like, bro, you got a whole time to erase. You got a whole time to do whatever you guys had to do. Just put it behind you. Even Rich Passaccia said that. All right, head coach, well, interim head coach of the Raiders. That's what he said. He said, well, I didn't even want to answer questions about that. We put that. When that play ended, it was gone. It was behind us onto the new thing. So even the coach saying that, bro, it's not a big deal. But it just didn't come that from that. 
The Raiders lost because their offense could not score. Six trips to the red zone, they only scored on one. And that was the Zay, the Zay Jones touchdown. Carr spoke about it. They said they have to be better there in the red zone. In my eyes, Carr played average, just average. All right, the stats say he threw 54 passing, 54 attempts, and he completed 29 of them. 310 passing yards, touchdown reception ratio 101, QBR 39.4, and a passer rating of 69.2. So the QBR says bad. Now, didn't say awful. Didn't say because awful is like below 10. Average is 50. So 40 is like uh, between that and then 30 is bad. So I say bad. But the yards say great, which balances out to average. That's why that's my opinion on why he played average. A majority of Raider Nation wants Amal. So I don't think that. I don't think they should move on just yet. Even though they, a lot of them want Amal, I don't think they should move on just yet because Carr is better than half the QBs in the league all right is he better than uh, A-Rod no is he better than Brady no is he better than Josh Allen no is he better than Patrick Mahomes no but these these guys they're elite elite guys but is he better than Jimmy Garoppolo even though Jimmy Jimmy's a cool my quarterback I'd say no I think Derek Carr is better than him I mean, yes, he's better than him. Is he better than Sam Darnold? Yes. Is he better than Baker Merrifield? Yes. Is he better than Ben Roethlisberger right now? Yes. Is he better than Carson Wentz right now? Yes. All right. So he's better than these guys. That's half the league. I'd say he's probably a top 15 QB, bro. Top 10 at most is Derek Carr. And then with next year's QB draft class supposedly being mediocre or worse compared to other QB classes, the best solution for the Raiders is just to stick with him. Because you have no idea who you're going to get in for agency. You don't know who's moving. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if this class is going to be good enough. So right now, you just stick with Carr. You got to stick with Carr. the best solution right now. You got to stick with him. But what made Carr pretty average this game was Cincinnati's defense, right? They had a good game by them. The front seven was dominant over that pretty horrid Raider O-line, all right? You got my boy, Trey Hendrickson, a man from coming from New Orleans. He's a beast, bro. He's a beast. You got Sam Hubbard. You got Wilson. Sam Wilson. No, wait, not Sam. Logan Wilson, my bad. Logan Wilson causing havoc. Three sacks and three QB hits. I right, secondary of Wouzier. T, uh, not T1 Mike Hilton from the Pittsburgh, Jesse Bates, Von Bell, they all did pretty good in shutting down Waller and Renfro in the red zone. And the game ended 26 to 19 with Bengals now traveling to Tennessee. But I also want to speak on that one play where Olsen, the offensive coordinator for the Raiders, that man put Force Moreau to single block Trey Hendrickson on the blind side of Derek Carr. Like, what are, what are you doing? When, and when I seen that, I was like, bro, it's a sack. And what happened? Trey Hendrickson just swips probably past Force Moreau like nothing and then just sacks Derek Carr. It's a strip sack, and then the Bengals recovered it, bro. Now, it only led to a field goal, so that was good defense. That was good red zone D by the Raiders, but... I mean, what are you doing there? That's 
that's why the Raiders deserve to lose that game. Like, what are you doing there? You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. Not in Carr's fault, bro. It's literally, that's literally the offense coordinators for playing Forrest right there. What are you doing? But I just didn't get that because that was horrible. That was a horrible play when I seen that. Moving on, though, the Bills versus the Patriots. A complete blowout. Buffalo came out swinging, though. They came out swinging. This was a statement game. It was one a piece in the regular season, all right? The Bills won. I mean, the Pats won and the Bills won. But McDermott's team went to the game and said, we are tired of getting dominated by the Pats for 20 years. We finally got an elite QB, and we are now the rulers of the AFC East. That's what they said, man. They beat the 47 to 17. Josh Allen, he's an elite QB. All right, he is now in the tier with A-Rod, with Brady, and Mahomes. That's where he is at. So he's a top five quarterback in the NFL. All right, in a playoff game versus a Bill Belichick-led defense, a top 10 defense, he completed 21 of 25 passes, only four incompletions, 308 yards, touchdown interception rate, zero. Passer rating of 157 points. This almost perfect. Perfect one is 158.3. You got 157.6. And a QBR of 98.5. 100 being the best. He got 98.5. Now, he did not gain 100 for having, I guess, those four incompletions. But that's damn near perfection, bro. This man has been balling. He passed to nine different receivers okay nine different receivers distributing the football not only does he pass he's be running sometimes though bills don't even have a running game and josh allen be the running back sometimes because he's so huge six five like 250 my god he'd be rumbling over people bro six carries 66 yards pats d didn't have didn't, didn't have an answer for this guy. Hightower. My boy, Kyle Van Noy. Wise Jr., Lawrence Sky. They couldn't touch this dude. They had no idea what to do with this dude. Receivers ran wild. All right, Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis. They ran wild versus McCordy. JC Jackson's like one of the best corners, and especially versus Williams, dude. No offense to me, but my guy got torched. He was getting killed out there. Devin Singletary showed up with 19, with 16 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. The Bills on offense. Seven possessions, seven touchdowns. No punts, no field goals, none of that. Touchdowns. That's impressive. That's impressive. All right. And then the Bills, number one D, also showed up that day. You can tell from the scoreboard. Leslie Frazier's. D, the defense coordinator, he came out and they annihilated Mack and the O-line. Three sacks, five QB hits, Jerry Hughes, Ed Oliver, AJ Epines, Tremaine Edmonds. They're all getting after him, but the secondary is stacked. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Levi Wallace, he's pretty solid. Taron Johnson's pretty solid as well. And I got linebackers that can cover, like my boy, Matt Milano, AJ Klein, they, they kept it, bro. They kept it. They kept Mac to 24 
completions at 38 passing attempts, 232 yards, Q- touchdown interception ratio 2-2, QBR 59.8, and a passer rating of 75.8. And the run game with Damian Harris and Stevenson, they kept it over, under 100 yards. I got the Bills represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. This team has a chance to win, but let's see if they can pass them Chiefs. That's the ultimate test. Can pass them Chiefs. Let's see what happens. But I got the Bills, man. I feel I feel that they got it this year. I feel like they got I called I called Josh Allen late QB. And this defense number one. And you gotta take them. Take them over to hunt. I don't know they're gonna win the Super Bowl, but I know they're gonna make it. Switching on to Sunday's games. The Bucks versus the Eagles. Another blowout. But everybody was expecting this, all right? Even Philly fans. Tampa's just superior and everything, bro. Like, that's just facts, all right? Tommy, my boy Tommy Brady, finished. 29 completions, 37 passing attempts, 271 yards. Touchdown interception ratio, 2-0. QBR, pretty average, 52.5. Passer rating, 115.2. Him and Mike Evans, who finished with 9 receptions, 117 yards, 1 touchdown. They were slicing and dicing. However, Eagles front D was exposing that Bucks all line, bro. This is what kept the halftime score just from 17-0. Four sacks on Brady by Singleton, uh, Derek, Bar- Derek Barnett, Ryan Kerrigan, Hargrave. They had six QB hits. So Tommy was on the ground a lot, and he probably didn't enjoy that. Bucks are going to have to fix that going to the divisional. Hope Christian Wirfs, he got injured. He's got to come back healthy or that Rams D is going to get after him. But transitioning to the Eagles. Oh, Jalen Hurts, he threw for 258 yards. He only completed 23 passes out of 48 passing attempts. That's literally half. His QBR was 20. That's, that's pretty bad. Passer rating was 60. These are way below NFL standard quarterbacks, right? Jalen running the ball is great. Eight carries, 39 yards in this game. But passing, awful. He needs to approve. And tremendously. Like he had Devontae at Devontae Smith open numerous times. He could only find him four times on 11 targets. That's horrible. That's awful. Now, Jalen, he's my guy, bro. Because he's an Alabama, former Alabama quarterback. So we're always going to support our Alabama guys, our Crimson Tide guys. But you got to keep it real, bro. Jalen has to improve throwing the football. But now. But then again, he was against the reigning Super Bowl champion defense. Who consists of Devin White, Levante David, Jason Pierre-Paul, Vita Vea. Dominic Sue, and then that secondary is pretty good. Like, you know, so, I mean, you can't blame him that much, but come on, come on, Jalen, got to improve. And they had two sacks and 10 QB hits, so that probably hits were getting to him, but he's got to improve. He's got to improve. Niners versus Cowboys, best game of the weekend. Stressful game, bro, especially for a Niner fan. Okay, this game saves Sundays game from the blowouts all right only close game from sunday only those this was the only close game on sunday bro but 23 penalties combined in this game 
with the Cowboys committing 14. 14. That's like their franchise or playoff record or something. Now, Cowboys fans saying refs versus Cowboys, you know, and all that stuff. But, like, literally, the majority of the flags were self-inflicted, bro. Like, like, the referee has to call that. Some holding calls were exaggerated, okay? But some, but most of the time, it was fair. Like the Niners literally had nine as well. We had nine as well. And then a, with a Trent Williams illegal shift on fourth down, and like when we we're about to win the game a few seconds later, all he had to do was QB sneak and his illegal shift. The ref screwed us on that one, bro. He barely literally sat. He sat and then he put he went to his motion. He did his formation and then Jimmy snapped the ball. Suppose we all that's illegal because he did it right away, like bro. But he was he said whatever though but i'll admit one of the first reasons we won was because of the penalties all right because that the cowboys committed too much to overcome and they almost did they almost did which is a part on us we had to do better can't choke like that and we're going to talk about how they almost choked another reason we won was because of the running game though 169 yards as a team uh, Elijah Mitchell had 27 carries, 96 yards, one touchdown. And Debo had 10 carries, 72 yards, and one touchdown. One reason why we almost lost was Jimmy threw that pick in the fourth. Bro, no idea what he is thinking or why Kyle decided to throw. It was an atrocious throw. Like this, he finished 16 Completed pass at 25 passing attempts, 172 yards, touch interception ratio 0 to 1, QBR 68, and a pass rating of 67.4. Listen, listen, I, I appreciate Jimmy for his years of service, okay? I, I appreciate that he brought us from 2017, he brought us from the brink of irrelevancy, okay? I appreciate that. I appreciate he made us a not laughable appreciate he made us relevant in discussion all right i appreciate that but he is too inconsistent but he's gotta go his interception came at the worst time this this is what he does this is without fail this is what jimmy does he be clean he's consistent with cleaning the ball and then boom like that inconsistent again he just throws interception like that he'd be throwing these god awful picks he has to stop and he never actually will stop because that's just how he played that's just him literally when he threw it all the momentum shifted and the whole squad started making mistakes like it's just this avalanche that if he makes this mistake everybody just it's just chaos everyone doesn't know what they're supposed to do now and it, everything just goes out of control and that cannot happen but the run game cowboys d they cannot stop that huh? only when micah was there Mike Parsons is a big threat, bro. That man is good. He's a good linebacker. I mean, he's great. Actually, he's great. He's great. He was a threat in actually stopping that our run game. And that scary D-line. Huh? That scary D-line people talking about? Where'd that at? Produced zero sacks. Shout out to the online, bro. Shout out to, shout out to Trent. Left tackle. Shout out to my boy Lincoln Thomason, the left guard. Center, Alex Mack. Right guard Daniel Brunskill and then our right tackle Compton. Shout out to them, bro. They just they completely took this defensive line out of the game with zero sacks, zero QB hits. Like that's what we need. See, zero QB hits, and that boy Jimmy still got rattled and thrown interception. 
That's horrible. That's horrible. Jimmy, this guy, he's gonna go, bro. I'm sorry. He's he's gonna go. Now, you know, back to Jimmy, man. I was talking about him. I don't think we can do this with him, bro. I don't think we can do this with him, but we're gonna talk about it a little bit later. Tell him a little bit later. Let's get to the Cowboys, right? Cowboys O-line was pretty atrocious. Our front seven got to them five times. We got to Dak Prescott five times with 14 QB hits on Dak Prescott, bro. Nick Bosa, Armstead, my boy DJ Jones, Samson Ebicom, Kevin Gibbs, bro. They were feasting, feasting, thanks in part for shutting down the run game, right? Only 77 yards for the Cowboys. That's great. Which forced Dak to throw the ball and us to rush only four and drop seven in coverage, which won us the game, man. That really won us the game. When we blitzed, oh, Dak, that's when Dak was like finding actual receivers and we're like, I can't do that. Miko Ryans can't do that. Our defense coordinator was like, no, we can't do that. But Dak played all right. And I won't say horrible, though everyone is saying horrible, though his QBR says 27.1, because our D-line was really in his face like each play. His O-line gave him no time. So you got to add that into that. 23 completed passes, that was 43 passing attempts, 254 yards, passer rating, I mean, uh, QB interception ratio, 101, passer rating of 69.3. But he did miss up at the end when they did a QB draw, 14 seconds left, one error. Then he grabbed the ball and placed it. Rule is umpire has to grab it and place it. Cowboys fans, Cowboys fans blaming the umpire, which I think his name is Roger. I forgot, I forgot the rest of his name, but blame him, bro. Like the umpire literally ran up. He sprinted over there to set it up but your QB is not giving him the ball what are you supposed to do what is what are you supposed to do he's trying to help y'all and y'all treat him like this and Dak's out here not knowing the rules that's unacceptable that's your fault it's your team's fault not the ref's fault not the ref's fault pretty crazy game though I was a Niner fan bro this game was stress this game almost made me die this is the one game I wanted bro we got the Packers next Okay, I'm gonna talk about it a little bit. We have the Packers next week. I do not care if we get blown out because we beat these guys. I don't think we're gonna get blown out, but we beat Cowboys, and that was that's the thing that we wanted. That's the thing we wanted. Moving on to Sunday night game, the Chiefs versus the Steelers. Another blowout. Steelers don't deserve to be here. Right? They were poor the whole season. They they, they robbed us of seeing Justin Herbert in the playoffs. Pat Mahomes balling, 30 out of 39 completion, 444, uh, 404 yards, touchdown station radio 5-1, passer rating 138.3, and a QBR of 68.1. Due to the interception and a poor first quarter by him and Kelsey's, uh, what was this calling about? Mahomes, fourth quarter by him, I think that's why his QBR went down because of the interception in the poor first quarter but him and Kelsey Kelsey five receptions 108 yards one touchdown receiving and passing okay he had two touchdowns and that was one receiving and one passing carved up the Steelers secondary like it was not bro like it was embarrassing 
It was embarrassing. Minka Fitzpatrick is not Courtney's safety, but man, I was getting confused. Cameron's son was getting torched out there. It was embarrassing. Like, I was actually embarrassed watching this game for them. Look, the offense of the Chiefs after the first quarter looked, no, looked so nonchalant and easy for them. They were just going up and down the field. Not to mention, defensive coordinator for the Steelers, Keith Butler, put Cameron Sutton single-man coverage on Hill. Guess what happened? A touchdown over his head. Now, I'm not going to knock on Sutton because uh, Tyree Kill can do that to anybody, bro. Okay, you can do that to anybody, but why would you put Son in that situation? You know he's not fast enough to cover Tyreek Hill, and you're just putting him single man coverage. So not even zone, not even single zone where he could like, oh, at least reach him to the point where he's sprinting. But no, man. So he's right up in his face. All he had to do a little move, and he's gone. And that's what happened. I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. Like, why? That's your, that's Butler's fault for putting him in that situation. TJ Watt, though, defense player of the year. He's going to be a defense player of the year. I applaud him, man. He was playing till the last second, got a fumble return touchdown and a sack, and they were chipping him like the whole game, double teaming him, chipping him. Like, bruh. And he's still playing out there. I respect TJ. Steelers' defense on paper is a top five defense in the league. But I think it's because has some pretty appalling schemes, bro. I think, whose fault is it? It's Keith Butler's fault. You know why? Because he has some pretty appalling schemes and coverages like that Cameron Sun to Tyreek Hill. Like, that's abysmal. They got to change that. I think they got to change him. And then there's the, the T, the D will go back to what they're supposed to be. Before we start on the band, on the Steelers offense, you know, got to congrats. Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger, for his career. He's going to retire. He's a Hall of Famer. I like Ben. I've never been a fan of his, though. Like, his play style and, like, him as a person. I don't know. Like, he's good, but he's just never been my favorite. And I really don't know why. He's just never been. Like, eh. But it was his last game. And in his last game, he threw 29 completions, 44 attempts, 215 yards, touchdown reception ratio 2 to 0, QBR of 15. And a 92.9 pass rating. The stats do bring adjustments because Ben was not good. Uh, he could have had a few interceptions, but they were dropped in this game. But we'll give him a pass because it's his last one, his last game. Najee, my boy from Alabama, he fumbled for the first time in his life, I think. But it's the NFL. They're going to do that to you. Chiefs D, solid. Two sacks, four QB hits. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Willie Gay's the one that caused the fumble. Nick Bolton, they some dudes, man. They're going to carry the Chiefs probably to the, to the next game. Now, they got the Bills. I was going to say the AFC Championship, but they got the Bills, so I don't know. But let's see. That's going to be a great game. But let's see. Moving on to the last game of Wild Card Weekend, the Rams versus the Cardinals. This Wild Card has been kind of disappointing. Four of the six games blowouts this game was another one the cards all uh, offense came out lifeless not prepared timid i'm gonna give i'll have to give a majority of the blame to king cliffs kingberry bro you guys you gotta motivate your team this is a playoff game now you're gonna say well 
This is a playoff game. The coach doesn't need to motivate their players. Now, obviously, they, they, he doesn't because, come on, the players got to get up for this game. But think about it. Think about it. How the coach, that's one of your jobs. Your job is to motivate. So if you see your players kind of down, you're like, what are you guys doing, bro? Let's get up. And if you motivate them and they still like that, all right, that's not your fault. I don't know what happened, but got to blame someone on him. Kyler, he played pretty atrocious. He was playing senseless. 19 completions at 34 attempts, 137 passing yards. Touchdown step ratio, 0 to 2. Passer rating, 40.9. And a QBR of 7.6. That is awful. That's atrocious. That's a horrible QBR, man. And he that it reflects it. Like that, that's an actual great reflection of his game. That's a great stat. His pick six. That uh, David Long interception they got. That's awful, bro. Sums up his day. It starts with him. Kyler, Wayne has to do better. And I don't know, he just played very bad. Very bad. But you, Kirk, Christian Kirk, Rendell Moore, AJ Green, Ertz, they weren't there. They didn't show up. Especially AJ Green, bro. I'm very disappointed in him. You got to step up when DeAndre Hopkins is not there. You're the second best receiver. You got to step up, bro. You've been in this big situation. You've been with the Bengals. You've been a number one receiver before. And he got zero catches. And I think he targeted him a few times. So zero catches, AJ. That's that's, that's unacceptable. You're AJ Green. And you gave him this. That's, that's not good. But I'm going to give credit to the Rams D. All right. Two sacks. Five QB hits. They bullied them. Aaron Donald, Greg Gaines, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, the DBs, man, David Long. We got we got Eric Weddle back. Jalen Ramsey, obviously. They bullied them, bro. They bullied them. Matt Stafford, ton of pressure on him to win a playoff game. And he played well. Alright, 13 completion on 17 passing attempts. That's not a lot. That's not a lot, but he still got 202 yards. Touch interception ratio 2 to 0. Passer rating 154.5. And a QBR. It's QBR, man. It's QBR 82.6. 17 attempts, like I said, that's not a lot. But that's they didn't pass the ball up because they had the run game was working for them. Akers and Sony Michelle were running all over the Cardinals, bro. Running all over J.G. Watt, all over Chandler Jones, all over Isaiah Simmons. They both had 50-plus yards rushing the ball. Cooper Cup and Odell, they played well, all right? They combined. At first, Cooper Cup was getting a lot because they were double-teaming, but Odell stepped up. Von Jefferson stepped up. So then, now they had to cover those guys, and now they only single-covered Cup, and then Cup graded by got back into the second half of the game and he was getting more receptions but both him and Odell combined for nine receptions 115 yards two touchdowns bro but side side gotta pray for Buda Baker I mean I think today he got better and he said they got out of the hospital he got knocked out during collision it looked nasty bro hope he's doing good and like I said he is doing good he came out of the hospital so that's good for my boy Buda Baker and the most entertaining thing about this game was the man in cast that was that was larry's bro that was larry's you got fitzgerald went on there larry fitzgerald the rock went on there and russell wilson went on there for the second time russell wilson man he's got a career in media after football 
I mean, elegant speaking. Dude has charisma. He has enthusiasm. He's a natural leader, obviously, because he goes from a, he's a football, he's quarterback. So obviously, he's a natural leader. And dude has such knowledge, and not just like a football, but like of everything. Like this dude was saying, oh, oh, uh, like we think of something. Cam Akers, he was saying, oh, Cam Akers, man, he runs like this, plays with offense, man. He's a huge, huge, huge deal for the offense. Matthew Stafford, man, yeah, Stafford's a good player, man. He's got that arm, and he was like, what? And he wasn't even naming guys. We don't even know. Like, let me think of someone who was naming, bro. The O-line, he was saying teams weren't even playing. Like, the Bengals, he was like, oh, Joe Burrow, he's that guy, man. He's like, and then they got Joe Mixon, good to go running back. I was like, this man, Russell Wilson, <laughs> knows a lot of the players. So he has knowledge, and I think he just does a career, man. Russell Wilson, he probably do that after football career, bro. But we got to the end of the wild card weekend, bro. It was a pretty good weekend. I told you, but it was good because, you know, it's football, but at the same time, can't have these blowouts. But divisional round, 2022, it's going to be more entertaining. Hopefully it's closer, more entertaining, but it is because it's divisional round. It's where all the teams want a playoff game, they want at the highest level, and now they're all facing each other. I'm not going to give some predictions for the divisional round. Well, I'm going to just give predictions of who I think is going to win and, like, a little preview of it. But... My scores is going to be on my IG store, so be sure to follow at Alanizing on Instagram. For all of us, you can see the scores and my audience's predictions as well. But Bengals at Titans, obviously going to be a Titans, man. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a pretty good game, bro. Now, right now, I'm not going to give my whole details, but I picked the Bengals over the Titans because the quarterback. Brian Tannehill's not bad, all right? He's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, he's pretty good, but he's not that dude. He's not a dude. And guess who's a dude? Joey Burrow. He's a dude. He's he's one of them guys. And I think just because he's better than Ryan Tannehill, he'll take the time. He'll they'll beat the Titans. So I'm going with the Bengals. Niners at Packers. You know, I really want my Niners to win. But I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. You know why I don't think it's gonna happen? Our defenses were both very good. Our run games are pretty good. Now, I think our run game's a little bit better, but if you look at their run game, you got Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. That's pretty, that's a decent backfield. Okay, so defense, running game, receivers are pretty compatible, even though Devontae's better than almost all our receivers. But you look at the quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, you're going with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, it's... Not just because Aaron Rodgers is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Aaron Rodgers. This is his time to shine, bro. This is his time. He has to win a Super Bowl this year. Or his legacy is going to take a tremendous hit, bro. Like, he's got to win a Super Bowl this year. He has to. And I think he will. I think he will get to that point. Niners. I don't think we're going to the Super Bowl. I think we're losing this game just because the Packers are a little bit better than us because of the quarterback situation. Mostly because of the quarterback situation. Jimmy, like I was talking about, we can't win a Super Bowl with him. We almost did, but guess what? He made an incomplete pass. And if Aaron Rodgers was in there and he made that pass, it would have been completed. Just saying. Jimmy, we can't win with that. We can't win a Super Bowl with him. This, this team, the Niners team, we're good enough to win a Super Bowl, but he's the guy that drags us down. 
because he can't pass the football consistently. Sorry, not sorry. That's just the facts, man. I'm a Niner fan. I'm looking at the facts. I'm looking at the facts, and that's just what happened. So I think the Packers is going to beat us at Lambeau Field. Yeah. Rams at Bucks. I actually don't know who I'm taking. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to think until I put my predictions to my scores because it's going to be a hard one. Rams at Bucks, so it's going to be good. Brady, got to watch out for that D-line. This D-line is giving him problems, so let's see what happens. But it's going to be a very tame game. Bills at Chiefs. I already talked about it, man. I think the Bills are going to be Chiefs. I don't know how yet, but I think the Bills are going to beat them. It's their time. Now, the Chiefs have been getting way better since the season progressed. But I think this is just the Bills' time, bro. Like, I just... I just believe so, even though it's going to be a, a Jeha field now, which is Arrowhead. I think the I think Josh Allen is just going to show up. Defense, number one defense in the NFL. They're going to show up. They're going to go after Mahomes. They've gone each other a few times. They know each other. The Bills already beat them. Like this regular season. So I'm thinking with the Bills. I got, I got to think the Bills are for the real deal. So I'm going with the Bills. Hi, that was the episode, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, for the my Instagram stories I'm gonna put at Alanizing for the score predictions and also new episode on the review reaction of the divisional round. It's gonna come out next week when it's over. See y'all in the next one.